everyone. How are you doing today? I pray you're doing well. Thank you so much for joining us on Solutions with Anna Donahue. Wow. Last week's show really got to me. And you might think, well, you're the one doing them. I know, but they're very spontaneous at times. And uh, I just really felt the anointing or, or what we call the presence of God on that whole shepherd's psalm last week. If you didn't get to watch it, please go back. Go to Anna Donahue Ministries you know, YouTube channel. I have a channel. Rewatch that show. And um, I'm tying that in with today. Not doing the entire song, but just excerpts as I feel God has impressed upon me to share with you. So we opened it last week with the shepherd's psalm. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. Yahweh. I am who I am and I'll be who you need me to be. And then David goes on and he gets to this point. He says in verse 3, he, God, leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And then he kind of switches. And he starts to talk about going through the valley. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. I'm going to break that down in a minute. But I want you to think about that. I want you to get that picture of the shepherd David was a shepherd back in the day before he became the king. And he watched those sheep on, on, the, on the side of the mountain, on the side of the hills. So he knew what he was talking about. And I said last week, why did David write Psalm 23? Because he wanted us to know about God. He wanted us to trust God. And I know sometimes that can get tricky, especially when, you know, it's all flying. But at the end of the day, when you settle... You understand you've got a good shepherd. Watch last week's show. I gave you all the reasons why you know you can. You'll, you'll, you'll come to that point and say, he's my shepherd. I don't lack any good thing. David wanted you to trust God, and so do I. And I want you that. I know you want that for you too. But interestingly enough, though, yea, though I walk through, critical word, the valley of the shadow of the death. I did a little study on that. Um, literally means a valley. In Israel, there's a real valley of the shadow of death. You look it up and you'll see it. It's a steep, deep, narrow canyon. And sometimes when you hear the word valley, that's what comes to your mind like, man, this is a rough patch for me. It's steep, it's deep, it's narrow, it's dark. And David would literally, you picture him taking those sheep They'd go up that hill and then they would come down and in between two hills was the valley. Deep, narrow canyon. The sun only hits the bottom of that valley when it's directly overhead at noon. You picture David walking those sheep and how it must have gotten dark and deep if the sun wasn't at high noon. You think about sometimes you're going through something and it just can feel so deep and dark and you're wanting to set at high noon and he's there. The rest of the time, the bottom of the canyon was dark. David probably led his sheep through the valley of the shadow of death as he was growing up watching those sheep. We see the word valley in the Bible. Joshua talks about the valley of calamity. Psalm 84 talks about a valley of weeping. Hosea talks about the valley of trouble. And you're thinking, ah, get me out of the valley. I know, I'm just showing you. Oftentimes in the Bible, the word valley is used in reference of Oh, man, this is a rough patch. Uh, this verse in Hebrew, 
Valley of trouble literally means it was a valley of deep darkness for Hosea. I'm going to get to some good news. Valleys are temporary. You really need to grab onto this psalm where it says, Yea, though I walk through. You need to really grab that. You know, uh, I'm just thinking in our world here in Southeast Louisiana, we've had 2020 was COVIDville, Coronaville, I called it. But through that deep valley, God spoke to me to start the studio. In the midst, you know that story. I'm picking up those Home Depot lights and we're sweating our faces off trying to get a show off the ground. He says, you know what you're doing, don't you? You're building your TV studio. I remember I had to sit down at my dining room table and I said, Lord, what? Now? I had that dream 30 years ago. He said, I never forgot it. He said, I put it in you. So in the midst of a dark time of 2020, Coronaville, he spoke that to me. 2021, um, I'm doing this because I pray it's been a great year for you. A little rough here in Southeast Louisiana, 2021. This hurricane was a rough one. But through it all, that, that, it's temporary. I haven't even told my team this. Well, I've been kind of sharing with them this morning. Something's stirring through this whole, the, hur- the reason I keep bringing up the hurricane, it's a valley. So, but it made us go on a hiatus. And as I shared last week, there are times the valley will force you to come face to face with God right here. Can't do business as usual. Nothing was normal. Forced me to stop and say, okay, you, you had me cancel that because the hotel couldn't. You had me do that because those people are literally evacuated. You had fill in the blank. You, I couldn't do a show because we literally had no power for 23 days. So on and so forth. Forced me to come face to face with God. Now through that, I'm seeing some neat downloads, I call them, from God about this show. Number one is to be very spontaneous as much as we can. To be, to be very uh, intentional about ministering life to you at the moment as much as we can because there are days in between sometimes events and just ways of doing things. And to not always, for me, I like to have my calendar pretty well planned out. And I'm telling you, God took that thing and it was as if he went this. I can't rip my nose, but pew, pew, and said, just walk with me. This is just coming to me right now. Like literally, I, I, that Sheridan conference, I know someone out of town uh, isn't familiar with that, but locals, that was a favorite of ours. Doesn't mean we're never going to go back. But for right now, trust me. I can hear him. I can hear him afresh. I can hear him anew. Trust me. Yea, though I walk through the valley, I'm not going to fear any evil. Why? It's temporary, number one. But let's look at this. What do you do when you're walking through a valley? How can you, the title, walk through that valley unafraid? Let's look at this. What do you do? Let God build faith into you. David said, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you're with me. I shared last week, maybe for you. I know for me, God wanted to get face to face. Look, I'm using my phone. How many, how many times am I trusting this thing? Google this, Wikipedia, da, 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 da. And now I'm like, God, I'm still using this to get some scripture references. But the point being, God, God, 
and being spirit-led. It's just kind of refreshing, a little scary, because when you're doing television and shows and meetings, you do have to book some things. You got people involved. You got schedules. But at the core, if, if I'm really hearing from God, all that gets worked out. Just saying, I'm walking through. And so are you. What do I do when I'm in a dark valley? I don't have to fear anything. I don't have to fear evil because he's with me. And as I said last week, David personalized it. In the first part of the psalm, he's saying, God is this, God is that. And beginning in verse 4, he personalizes it because he's going through the valley. He says, you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they're comforting me. It went from talking about God to talking to God. Oh, mercy. There's an anointing on this. Maybe God wants you to go from talking about him to go face to face and talk to him. Whew. What else do you do through a dark valley? You've got to refuse. This is, this is, this, I'm saying this. I've been challenged with this. But you've got to refuse discouragement. I'm saying it. Have I always done it? You, no. I get better at it. But it kind of hits. It does a one-two punch. And you go, oh, my gosh. But it's a choice. I've had to get very deliberate on some things. And so will you when you're going through a valley. But the Holy Spirit helps you. Amen. But you choose. You say, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna let God do this. Colossians 1:11. God will strengthen you with his own great power so that you will not give up when troubles come. But you'll be patient. Ah, please, 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 I want that. What else do you do? So when you're going through a dark valley, you refuse to fear evil because God is with you. You know, number two, that it's temporary. What's God saying to you in that valley face to face? Number three, you refuse discouragement. I'm telling you, you're going to have to exercise this. Might not happen overnight. You might be in a season where you've had five different discouraging things. Conquer one. Amen. And then you'll get the others. Remembering God is with you. You not only have his promise, you've got his presence. And I just thought that was so neat to think about how he goes from talking about God to talking to God. That's what God wants to do in the valley. I'm telling you, he wants to build. I got a word for you. God's trying to build your faith. I, and look, you think, is it always that I think? I think that's the way it's going to be until Jesus comes. He has to build our faith. We get to plateaus, and we get strong for a long time. And then what God does, because he's a faithful coach, he's a faithful God, he says, hey, I want to take you higher, but I got to get you some muscles in that area first. So we kind of go through, and he brings us face-to-face -face with him once again. And he says, I got something new for you. Boy, I'm just I'm pro I'm prophesying. You know what? I hope I'm prophesying to me. <laughs> he, needs you, he needs to get you somewhere else to another level, a higher up level in your destiny, in him. So to not just rest on what you've known, that's important. We use what we've known. You can, that's part of growth. That's what we do. But he, sometimes you walk through a valley and he gives you faith and you get strong. You say, I haven't exercised that before. I know. So you walk through that and you come out, you come out on the other side saying, 
I, I can handle this because together you walk through. So let me, let me, before we close, let's close this out. David, yea, though I walk through, you're going to walk through a valley. What do you do in that valley? You're not going to fear. It's temporary. So you're not going to fear. You know it's temporary. You're going to refuse discouragement. You're just going to buy the Holy Ghost in you together. I'm not going to be discouraged. He'll help you. He'll help you. He'll help you. It's not your flesh, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God, says the Lord. You'll remember he's with you. You'll remember that you're going face to face as you're walking through, and he wants to speak something to you. Amen? I hope that helped. We do not need to fear. I'm looking at my title, The Valleys. Walking through this valley unafraid. I will fear no evil. Why, David? Because God's with me. It's a place you got to get to. I have to get to. I have to stay there. I would think you did too. Amen. Boy, I think about David walking, you know, those sheep and the, the lessons he learned. Whoo! We're the sheep. God's the shepherd. Amen. Well, look, let me pray for you. And um, I was looking at my board for announcements, but again, because of the hurricane, some of our things got switched around, which is kind of neat. You know what my main focus can be right now? you. I can pray with you, for you. I hope you'll write into us. Tell us what's going on. We're back on now. We're back. I got electricity. <laughs> My team's back together. We'd love to hear from you. Where are you watching from? Tell us what's happening. And I'm going to pray for you, and then I will talk about um, Facebook and YouTube subscribing. But in the meantime, Father, for the watcher, Father, who's going through a valley, Lord, encourage them as you have done for all of us. They are walking through. They're not parking. They are being led through. Chances are they're being led through so that you will be able to talk to that person face to face. Ooh. Father, thank you for that. For the podcast listener, Father, encourage that person right now as they hear my voice. And Father, for all of us, I proclaim that it's all on the other side of this thing, this valley, this, this rough patch season. Whoo, blessing upon blessing. That's what you do, strength to strength, faith to faith, glory to glory. Blessing upon blessing for the destiny that you've called us to run. We love you, God. Help us. We need you, and you're there. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack any good thing. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed that, write me. Write all of us. We would love to hear from you. Also, remember, always like us on Facebook. You'll know when we're going live and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll never miss a show. And I always encourage people, uh, if you've missed a show, go back. I've got a channel, Anna Donahue, YouTube. And it's important to stay under that word of God. I love when someone will say, hey, I binged you on Saturday. I'm, I'm like, good, because it's all word being preached. Amen. And you can only grow thereby. So we love you. Thank you for tuning in, man. Don't forget you're walking through. You put your hand on your heart and you say, I'm walking through this valley, but also glean what you're supposed to glean while you're walking through face to face with God. Amen. So next time, thank you for joining me. We'll see you next time on Solutions with Anna Donahue. God bless. Mm -hmm.